Welcome, welcome. This is the official Plan Your Federal Benefits podcast. My name is Dallin Hawes. I will be your host today. And this is where we go over the tips and tricks and strategies to get the most out of your federal benefits and your federal retirement. So let's get into it. Welcome, welcome, federal employees, feds out there across the world. Thank you for being here. Today, we're talking about how lucky you are or aren't, I guess, however you want to take it. We are talking about how the TSB compares to other employer-sponsored plans like a 401k, other things out there in the world, how it stacks up, and how lucky, I guess, you should consider yourself for having the plan that you do. Because you're not about to, no matter how much you complain, I guess, the government is probably not going to change the plan anytime soon. There may be small adjustments, but in general, it'll probably stay pretty much the same. If anything, it's only going to get less attractive, not more attractive. It's generally the direction we're going these days. But let's get into it. Let's talk about it. Let's see what the differences are, how it stacks up, and then you, you can decide from there how much you want to complain about it. And then, yeah, we'll go from there. <laughs> okay, let's get in. So the best comparison, I guess, you could do, the most common other sponsored plan for other private side employers is a 401k, okay? It's similar to a TSP, lots of similarities, but still lots of differences as well. So the first thing we're going to look at is the average balance for both of these plans across the, the nation, right? So the average TSP balance is right around 140000 thousand dollars and that was in January of this year of course these balances are gonna be a, a little lower now that the, the coronavirus has come through and swept through but it is not valuable in the amount but how they compare it to each other so the average 401k balance is right around hundred and twelve thousand so the TSP average balance is at about hundred and forty thousand while the 401k average balance is hundred and twelve so the TSP average balance is dramatically higher. Now that can be for a lot of reasons, but bottom line is so far based on that, the TSP seems to be a better vehicle, better tool, or at least doing a better job at building wealth for its participants. That's our first thing we'll look at, but let's dig into the other aspects. Okay. The next thing to look at is the match, right? How much does the employer put in to help the employee save is what the match is all about. So for the TSP, it is the same for basically every federal employee. It is a maximum of 5% match. Now there's little details in there, but basically if you put 5% of your salary into the TSP, you will get a 5% match, which is phenomenal. That is 5% of your salary of free money that you can get by saving for retirement. The government's basically say, hey, I want to incentivize my employees, the federal employees, to save for retirement. How do I do that? I'm gonna pay them to save for their own retirement. That's what they're doing. So take advantage of it, use the match. Now, if you compare that to the 401k, oftentimes there doesn't even have to be a match. Now, the 401ks, they really vary a ton based on the different employers you're with. So I don't want to say it's just a blanket answer. So there can be some 401k plans that are phenomenal but the average 401k plan does not have anything near a 5% match. If I had to say an average, it'd probably be close to 3%, 3 
two, three percent right in there. So still it's dramatically lower than the 5% that the TSP offers. So that's the first thing right off the top, the government, the federal government offers way more of a match than most 401k providers do. Okay. That's number one. Next is the fees. So you might have heard, Oh, the TSP funds have super low fees, but let's put that into perspective. What does that even mean? So the average fee fund for TSP funds is about 0 0.004. Okay. S sorry. I have to look at my notes, right? <laughs> 0.04%. All those zeros, all those points. I get them mixed up. 0.04%. Okay. That's the average fee. Not 4%, but 0.04%, right? So 4% of a percent. It is basically nothing. It is very, very, very small. Now, if you compare that to the average fee of investing in a 401k, and based on the funds they invest in and the advisory that they use, there's, this could vary a lot. But basically, an average 401k fee fund or yeah, fun fee, whatever. The average fee to invest in a 401k is probably closer to 1%, right? So if you're doing your math, that's about 25 times what you're paying into the TSP. It's dramatic, right? But you might be saying, hey, it's still only 1%. Like how big of a difference can that really make? Does that really make a difference? It's only 1%. What if they do dramatically better? What if whatever, whatever, what, difference does it actually make? Well, I have an example ready right here on my piece of paper. So let's say, let's do an example. Let's say someone is serious about their retirement. They say, Hey, I'm going to invest $500 a month into the TSP, the 401k. They're going to invest it. Right. And let's assume it grows, whatever they're investing in grows at 8%. Okay. And they keep doing this. They keep investing for $500 a month. Okay. $500 a month for 40 years, their entire career. They start when they're young at 20, they retire at age 60. They get an 8% return every year. Okay. Easy example. At the end of the 40 years, they're going to have about $1.6 million in retirement savings. That's going to have grown to that amount. Okay. That's assuming zero fees, right? No fees that were applied onto that account. Zero. Now let's change one variable. The only thing we're going to change is put a 1% fee onto that account. Okay. A 1% fee. So they're still investing $500 a month. They're still getting 8% in the market. They're still doing that for 40 years, but there's a 1% fee on that account. At the end of the 40 years, they're going to have $1.2 million. And before they had 1.6. So if you do the math, that's $400,000 that they won't have at retirement because of that 1% fee, right? Over time, the results get dramatically, dramatically more exponential, right? It just grows and grows and grows. That small difference just grows and grows and grows. So that is the difference that 1% can make. So count yourself incredibly lucky to have funds, the TSP funds that are so, so affordable to invest in. The fees are basically nothing. So count yourself very, very lucky. Now, now that I have trashed on fees for the last five minutes, 
I have to mention that not all fees are bad, right? If I asked you, I said, hey, is paying $300 for a hotel a ripoff? Is that a bad idea? Well, it's like, well, what kind of hotel am I staying at? If it's a dump hotel, it's like, yeah, that's a ripoff. But if it's the Ritz-Carlton, that's a deal. That's so good. $300, that's it, right? So what are you getting for what you're paying? If you're paying a fee to work with someone that helps you bring incredible value into your life, okay, right? Is it worth it to you? What are you getting for what you're paying? And maybe the 401k people are giving more value than the TSP people. I have seen both sides and in most cases they don't, right? They don't have an advantage. That's just how it kind of works where the in the private side, they're out to make money. The people that advise on things, the people that create funds are out to cr make money. On the TSP side, they're out to provide a very simple and affordable plan for federal employees. So it's just different setup, different fee structures. And so that is kind of the main difference between the fees of the TSP and the 401k. So you could decide for yourself which one you like the most and then you could complain accordingly, right? Okay, so the next big difference between, let's say, the TSP and a 401k, some other employer-sponsored plan, are the funds. Now, this is probably one that I get the most complaints about. Like, wow, I wish I could invest in things other than just these five funds. Like, I want there to be more options. Let me tell you this. In 401ks, there are generally a list of options as well. But the options are nearly, not even close, as simple as the TSP options. It is so much harder to understand and, are, and they're not the same across all 401k plans. Each employer might have a different set of options. So if you move around, it'll be different. So you're basically trying to learn the system, learn the funds every time that you move to a different employer. With the TSP, it's always the same. It's the same five funds that are simple, super, super low fees. So, I mean, yes, you do have less flexibility, but honestly, for 95% of federal employees, those five funds do an excellent job at creating wealth. You do not want to get fancy when it comes to retirement. Now, if you have retirement tied up in a bow, you have that figured out, and you're like, hey, I want to invest in Facebook stock or Google stock, whatever, then go do that in a separate brokerage account, right? But don't mix your retirement savings money with play money that you want to kind of go use in the stock market, right? There's a difference between saving and investing for retirement and then kind of speculating, saying, oh, I think this company, the specific company will do well. No matter what company you put money into, if you invest into a single stock and not into a fund, right? A single stock, that one company, something could change and they could go bankrupt. Things change quickly. So if you want to save for retirement, I highly recommend doing it in a fund that invests in hundreds of different stocks like all the funds in the TSP. They di diversified so that you don't have to worry about single businesses, single companies going out of business. It saves you a ton of risk that you don't want to take on with your retirement savings. So. As a recap, those are the main differences, the main things to compare between the TSP and the 401k. Now, if you haven't noticed, the TSP is incredibly hard to beat, where basically on all fronts, it comes out ahead. Whether that's the match, the fees, or the funds, whatever, 
it seems to be much, much better than the 401ks. I'm not saying 401ks are bad. I'm just saying the TSP is incredibly hard to beat. Some 401ks are exceptionally good, but you have to look at everything in the picture. So basically the reason I wanted to write this article, why I wanted to do this video, this podcast, is to tell those federal employees that maybe weren't happy with their TSP, kind of compare what exists in the world and say, hey, you are fortunate. You have an incredible gift. It may not be perfect, because it's not. It's not perfect, but it is pretty darn good. Where compared to anything else you could get somewhere else, it is very, very good. The federal government has provided some great options, some great benefits for you. It's just a matter of you using it. Because no matter how good the TSP is, how awesome the match is, how awesome the funds are, if you don't use it appropriately, it really doesn't matter. You have to educate yourself enough on those things so you can use it for your best advantage, for your retirement to get the most out of it. So I hope this is helpful. I hope this brings context, context and uh, knowledge about your TSP and how it stacks up against the real world out on the private side. But until next time, I will see you next week. And again, thank you for making it to the end of my video, the end of my podcast. I hope this brought value to you and your life. My goal with this content is to bring as much value to as many people as I possibly can. So please, if you can, if this brought value to you, please show your support, subscribe, hit the thumbs up, comment, give me feedback about what you want to hear about, what you want to learn about, and how you can get more value out of this and so that I could do the very best I can to make this the best channel for my viewers, for my listeners, the very best I can. So again, thank you for being here and investing in yourself and in your future. And I will see you next week.